0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is the Thursday after Easter. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen! O come, let us worship in praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by his Son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 28, beginning this morning at verse 58. If you do not diligently observe all the words of this law that are written in this book, Fearing this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God, then the Lord will overwhelm both you and your offspring with severe and lasting afflictions and grievous and lasting maladies. He will bring back upon you all the diseases of Egypt, all which you were in dread, and they shall cling to you. Every other malady and affliction, even though they are not recorded in the book of this law, the Lord will inflict on you until you are destroyed." although once you are as numerous as the stars in heaven you shall be left few in number because you did not obey the lord your god and just as the lord took delight in making you prosperous and numerous so the lord will take delight in bringing you to ruin and destruction you shall be plucked off the land that the lord that you are entering to possess the lord will scatter you among all peoples from one end of the earth to the other and there you shall serve other gods of wood and stone which neither you nor your ancestors have known Among those nations you shall find no ease, no resting place for the sole of your foot. There the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes, and a languishing spirit. Your life shall hang in doubt before you. Night and day you shall be in dread with no assurance of your life. In the morning you shall say, if only it were evening, and in the evening you shall say, if only it were morning. Because of the dread that is in your heart, you shall feel that the sights of all your eyes shall see. The Lord will bring you back in ships to Egypt by a route that I promised you would never see again. And there you shall offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves. There will be no buyer. The curse has come to a close. It is chilling. It is frightening. It is almost too much to consider the amount of suffering, shame, and regret that God's people would experience as a result of their unfaithfulness to the Lord their God, the creator of heaven and earth, the God who loved them and redeemed them from slavery in Egypt to make them a kingdom of priests, reflecting the glory of the Lord to all the earth. It is a terrifying thing to think of life under God's punishment, life under the curse. Yet when we examine this curse closely, we find that it is but an expansion and commentary on the curse that we find when the human beings are expelled from God's presence in the Garden of Eden. Think of all that Adam and Eve enjoyed in their close and unbroken relationship with God and God's creation. <clears throat> and think of the way that the curse actually describes all of the pain and suffering we experience in the world now. What this curse does is break the covenant relationship between God and this people open, freeing this people to be what they wanted to be when they were unfaithful, and that is just like everyone else. The curse contrasts the benefits of life in relationship to the Lord with life without that relationship, the kind of life the rest of the world suffers under. God's people are supposed to invite the nations into the kind of relationship that they enjoy, the kind of benefits, blessings, abundance that they enjoy in this tight relationship with the Lord their God, but instead, God's people will turn an eye toward the nations and want to live just like they do, as one of them the curse in the end, but grants that desire. What appears to be God's punishment is really the full revelation of our own distorted desires and the consequences of living in opposition to God and to neighbor, and against even God's own creation. It is no accident that the world is the way it is. Human beings made it this world. They made this world, and they shaped it according to our own warped ideas of what is good and right. So who and what will save us and this world from ourselves? Well, thanks be to God. In our unfaithfulness, God remains faithful, and God has acted to fulfill both Israel's promise and open a welcome to the whole world into the light of God's grace by faith in Jesus Christ. The good news of Jesus Christ has called us, enlightened us, made us to be God's holy people, In Christ Jesus, and in our baptism, we find the antidote to the curse, a promise of God's love and mercy and forgiveness in the death and resurrection of Jesus. So we are now free to live in relationship with God, within God's creation, and to live by love and trust in God alone, for the sake of Christ our Lord. to shine on those who dwell in darkness, and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and for the people, the ministries, and leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, and for people and countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else or what else do we pray this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin or be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, Deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory ever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good, render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint hearted, support the weak. Help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.